Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The Bugle presents... The Last Post with Alice Fraser. Hello, posters, and welcome to The Last Post, the final word in this, the most final of worlds. Today is the 6th of March of the year 2020. On this day in 1831, a lot of history happened. Uh, Edgar Allan Poe was removed from the West Point Military Academy, famously storming out, slamming the door and screaming, not coming back, not ever anymore, before thinking that was a stupid thing to say and spending the rest of his career grimly contemplating other things he could have said if he was a bird. In 1836... Today, the Battle of the Alamo happened after 13 days of fighting. 15,000 to 3,000 soldiers overwhelmed Texan defenders, sparking a Texan superiority slash inferiority complex and the state motto of Texas, which is friendship, but is meant to be pronounced sarcastically. In 1857, on this day, the Dred Scott decision was passed down in which the US Supreme Court ruled African people could not be US citizens. The consequences of this ruling and case law echoing through the annals of American history, mainly in the form of racism and also the graphic novel series and spin-off movies Judge Dredd, including the 2012 excursion in which Carl Urban played the eponymous member of the Dredd judiciary and was coincidentally structurally very similar in narrative conceit at fight scenes to Indonesian cult classic The Raid. Speaking of action heroes, your guest in the studio today is action woman and wang deflector Tiff Stevenson. Welcome back. <laughs> All right. Yes, yes. I was enjoying those. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up today, we will be talking the big stories in energy news. But first, some headlines. 
In the news today, the United Kingdom is taking steps to privatise time as trade talks during the Brexit transition period have proven less promising than anticipated. Dominic Raab has said, We have Greenwich Mean Time and we mean to use it, forgive the pun, ignoring the fact that as a stretch to call that a pun, you paper cut of a personality. All time zones in the world are measured from a starting point centred at England's Greenwich Observatory, known as the Greenwich Meridian or the Prime Meridian, and the Home Office of the UK is hoping to monetize this as a stopgap measure until the UK can get its feet under it again and start conquering the globe. Time conservationists are protesting outside the Houses of Parliament, carrying images of clocks and screaming TikTok motherfucker at Boris Johnson on his morning waddle. We will bring you further news as the big hand moves slowly forward. And concern in the technology sector as the long-awaited future of self-driving cars is becoming closer to reality. Autonomous vehicle technology is advancing at a rapid pace, but the race to get these cars slash robots slash potential new sentient species of rolling mammals onto the road could leave passengers vulnerable. It turns out that the new Tesla truck is not only vulnerable to baseball bats, but also to music, with a number of Tesla test trucks being found in corners weeping at Radiohead songs. Elon Musk is yet to comment on the new vulnerability of his armoured vehicle, and we await comment from the cars themselves once they stop sulking and come out of their room for dinner. And in the Democratic primary race, Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren have agreed that no matter who wins the Democratic primary, they will both sequester gametes in the hope of in vitro breeding a next-generation politician with an ethical core. The resulting progeny will be raised in a combination of utopian education farms and the mean streets of a city in the hope of inculcating a strong appetite for justice and the mind of a steel trap. And that is your headlines for today. It's now your ad section because you cannot be what you cannot buy. Remember, you can submit an ad by email to the last post at somethingelse.com. Babies are constantly trying to kill themselves. From the moment they begin to exercise free will and mobility, they are danger-seeking missiles, whether it's trying to take their favourite toaster into the bath or trying to lick a flaming derelict bus with their precious tiny tongues. Save yourself the constant wearing stress of worrying about your baby's safety with the DangerBot 4000. The DangerBot 4000 is a fully optimised, decommissioned Russian military drone which will follow your baby from its earliest crawls and will assess and destroy danger from any source. With more than a terabyte of highly confidential military intel barely locked away in its fragile mainframe, the DangerBot 4000 is precariously near sentience and capable of identifying and exploding both physical and emotional threats to your precious darling so you can sleep soundly at night. A deadly robot with a patchwork of semi-integrated moral codes and loyalty only to the child of the blood? The definitely not a toy that every baby needs. The DangerBot 4000. Buy yours today. I want one of those bots, though, by the way. <laughs> to, to I want fu- one of those bots to be my agent. <laughs> <laughs> Getting rid of emotional threats. Yeah, yeah. Hollywood's a, a heavy place. I need a, a Russian bot to just kind of take around with me and scare people into giving me work. <laughs> And the last post is brought to you today by Max Truck Food Food Truck Tuck Shop, serving trucker tucker from a truck into your truck. Truck to truck business, the truckiest food for all your truck food needs. Lukewarm wet hot dog, oversweet protein bar, pork crackling flavoured non-specific animal crackling. Max Truck Food Food Truck has got you (laughs) sorted. Truck on by today for all your truck food food truck needs. A 12% discount for anyone driving a vehicle with a suggestive picture or political slogan on their bumper. Max Truck Food Food Truck, the truck shop tuck shop. Tuck in in your truck today. Have you got a lemon and want to make lemonade? Try adding half a glass of water. Half a glass of water is scientifically proven to be the perfect second step in a lemon-to-lemonade conversion process, an initial step in determining the perfect ratio of lemon, water and sugar or sugar substitute. A perfect lemonade is sweet, tart and refreshing, but most importantly, wet. 
Half a glass of water, serving at least 80% of all your wetness needs. Half a glass of water, spoken by Alice Fraser for the Shipboard Citrus Association against scurvy. Please consult your local racist before they call the police to determine if lemonade selling is the right path for you. And that's your ad section for today. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The Last Post. Now it's time for your top story. Top story today is energy news. Tiff, you are the most energetic person I know. You're our energy expert. What is the latest news from the energy sector? Energy! <laughs> Sorry, I was just uh, showing that I have lots of it right now. Uh, that's because I drank a can of Monster. But I have been thinking maybe that's what we could use as renewable energy source, right? People on Monster or Red Bull giving us a lot of hot air <laughs> or just a lot of cocaine. That seems to generate energy, bad energy maybe, but sure, it's energy. Energy is energy <laughs> and we're not so too worried what- about dirty fuel, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. I don't know if that counts as a um, a fossil fuel, but I think it probably does. <laughs> I guess it depends on how um, old so, the person drinking it is. <laughs> yes, yeah, if it's Rupert Murdoch, definitely. In energy news, we have the birds and the wind turbines, which are going for each other like the bloods and the crips. Now, <laughs> you may be interested to know how, how you can tell a blood from a crip, Alice. I'm in Los Angeles, so let me help you with this. The bloods are women on their periods, and <laughs> the crips have teardrop tattoos on the right-hand side of their face. That's the crip side. Um <laughs> So on the right is the crip side. So if you have, if you see someone with a teardrop on the right hand side of their face, it means a they're a crip, and b the teardrop represents the the fact that they've committed a murder, or someone they love has been murdered, or they really like mine. <laughs> I Could look be any I, of those. I love the teardrop tattoo as a sign of you know men who are not afraid to show that they cry. Yes, exactly, exactly. We're in a new age now. Toxic masculinity, we're done with it. Like, tap into your emotions, guys. <laughs> so it's it's full-on warfare between the birds and the turbs, as we're calling them for short. Um, some insults <laughs> have been exchanged. 
like go back to being plastic toys for kids, you rotating bitches. Wow. That is from the birds, obviously, to the turbines. Uh, the turbs are like, oh, we're birds. We're all bright colours and feathers and think we're drag queens. Oh. It's gone all, it's got very edgy very quickly, so. I never saw wind turbines as particularly homophobic. I guess that's just because uh, windmills are so gay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. They're, I feel like there's some self-loathing there. <laughs> I, th- I think they're jealous of the birds' colours and feathers, you know. They just see feather boa. So who knows? I mean, a lot of them are kind of like grey, not very interesting. And, uh, you know, the birds have come at them for being slow rotating bitches. So, you know, I think they were just striking back in the only way they knew how. Yeah, certainly one of the objections against wind turbines traditionally has been that they're not very attractive. But why don't they just jazz them up a bit, cover them in birdseed? Cover them in birdseed. But then I imagine if they get covered in birdseed, they might get covered in bird shit, which is less (laughs) of an attractive prospect like any good statue anywhere in the uk will be covered in pigeon excrement at some point um but i think yeah if we want to jazz the turbines up we could we could go for some glitter or a paint job i mean there's nothing to say that we couldn't do some great artwork on these uh wind turbines oh yeah people have traditionally painted windmills in like oils and things on canvas why not go straight to the source and paint the wind turbine yourself yeah Exactly. exactly. I think we could tag it. We could get some graffiti going, some street art. I'd be into it. I want to see you know? a pornographic um, wind turbine, just tits are whirling in the wind. Oh, that would be really, that would be really cool. I mean, not everyone would be into it, but me and you would. And that's really all that counts on this podcast. People who are worried about uh, damaging their children would only bring them out on windy days when it was moving too fast to traumatise <laughs> their delicate minds yeah i i quite like to see a cock and balls flying through <laughs> flying through the air so yeah, yeah but you always definitely. want to see that I, too. Could, <laughs> I do want to see that like a like a catherine wheel yes i always want to see that um i just want to imagine a man cartwheeling naked very quickly i imagine that would be a similar effect ultimately unless there's a collective group effort from the birds to attack en masse, the turbs are staying around, I think. I just don't know that the birds have the power unless they group together. The problem is, on the left, the birds are very split at the moment. Uh, There's a lot of infighting going on between the left-wing birds, and so, you know, it's about whether they can coalesce and take down the threat (laughs) of big turb. Well, thank you, Tiff. Uh, Thank you for expending your energy in our energy sector. Now it is time for your letters to the editor. Dear Alice and generic English male of the day, uh, that's you today, Tiff, I guess. Um, I am very generic. (laughs) You are absolutely not generic. Uh, What is the difference between an American biscuit and an English biscuit? Yours sincerely, Gemma Mitchell. So actually, you're quite well placed to discuss this, Tiff, being in America as an English person. What is an American biscuit? Oh, it's ridiculous. It's a scone. Okay. What we call a scone or a scone, I would say scone. Um, is is a biscuit. So they say, y'all want some biscuits and gravy. And what they mean is like savoury scone and gravy. So that's what's biscuits in America. Whereas we're like, what we call biscuits are in fact in America cookies. Well, also I know so, that Americans call, uh, what Americans would call flat, uh, pancakes, which are those thick pancakes we in Australia would call flapjacks. Uh, but you call uh, flapjacks a sort of an oat oat squished oat thing that we would call a muesli bar but what we would call a muesli bar the americans would call a granola bar yes yeah and then what we call pancakes in the uk they call crepes or crepe (laughs) 
So like French crepe. It's very, it's very confusing. Also, if you say to someone, where's the bathroom here, which at home would be quite polite, they look at you like you've just taken a shit in their mouth. <laughs> which is actually what's going to happen if they don't tell you where the bathroom is. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, apparently it's very uncouth to say bathroom. You have to say restroom, but I don't even like this called restroom because I think, I don't know that anyone that goes in there and rests, it's sort of the opposite of resting. This, uh, speaking of energy, it's quite a strenuous of... enterprise. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, thank you. And more letters from you tomorrow. You can submit a letter to the editor at thelastpost at somethingelse.com. And thank you for listening to The Last Post today. We're here in your ears 366 days of this year, and we will be back tomorrow with all the latest news in this dimension. You can download this podcast again tomorrow or instead try downloading tomorrow's podcast tomorrow or subscribe so it automatically downloads every episode every day. Your guest today was Tiff Stevenson. Tiff, have you got anything to plug? Yes, I would like to plug my website, tiffstevenson.co.uk. You can join my mailing list and find out where I'm touring. I recommend that mailing list. It's very good. The Last Post is a Something Else Alice Fraser and Bugle podcast production. I am Alice Fraser. Find me online at patreon.com slash alicefraser for my occasional blogs or to subscribe for a behind-the-scenes look at my glamorous life. My show Kronos is now on sale at the Sydney, Melbourne and Perth Comedy Festival, so if you're in any of those cities, head online to buy the crap out of a million tickets so I can afford to keep making up and bringing you the news. The executive producer of this podcast is Christopher D. Skinner, and I will talk to you again tomorrow. Also from something else. Mel Gedroich is quilting. Listen to Mel and good friend Andy Bush as they learn a great new skill and tell some brilliant stories, all whilst having some good, wholesome fun. In a nutshell, I took a pair of scissors and I went into my husband's wardrobe. Now, this comes from a shirt that I bought him that I know he doesn't like. So I'm testing him. By <laughs> uh, uh, this is brilliant. Yeah, by finding out when he discovers Amazing. that the shirt has got a big patch out of the back of it. Wow! And which area of the shirt is this taken from? Bottom right. Okay. <laughs> Listen now in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all good podcast apps. 